Michigan State University's new strategic plan articulates a shared vision for the university through the end of the decade. MSU Strategic Plan 2030, Empowering Excellence, Advancing Equity, and Expanding Impact, received the unanimous endorsement of the MSU Board of Trustees. MSU Strategic Plan 2030 identifies goals within six key themes, student success, staff and faculty success, discovery, creativity, and innovation for excellence and global impact, sustainable health, stewardship and sustainability, and diversity, equity, and inclusion. On this edition of MSU Today, we'll be focusing on the sustainable health theme of the plan with its executive sponsor, Executive Vice President for Health Sciences, Norman J. Beauchamp, Jr., M.D. Here's Michigan State University President Samuel L. Stanley, Jr., M.D. Hey, Russ, great to see you again and great to be with you. Um, sustainable health is a particularly important component of what we're doing at MSU in the strategic plan, and one in which we really have grown into. I'm not sure early on in the stage of MSU whether we could have adopted and tackled such a bold and ambitious plan, but I think some of the things that we've done recently, including our partnership with Henry Ford, I think impact the state of health across the state of Michigan. Uh, and I see that as incredibly important, as all of us have seen in the pandemic, uh, the health disparities that were took place there in terms of Southeast Michigan as well as rural Michigan have pointed out to us that we need to end those disparities. And I think Michigan State University can play a critical role in helping us do that. So between the number of students we graduate and the great work they do as MDs, uh, DOs, uh, and RNs, as well as the critical research work that's taking place now at multiple locations, obviously here in East Lansing, uh, at the Medical Mile uh, in Grand Rapids, at Flint, uh, and all around the state and soon in partnership with Henry Ford in Detroit area. Um, all of these things, I think, are, are really going to change the course of health in Michigan State as a state. And I think, again, I'm excited about where we're going with this. And I look forward to this discussion. So, Dr. Beauchamp, it's always a pleasure to welcome back to MSU today your passion for hope, health and healing for all. Welcome back. Thank you, Russ. It's so nice to be here. Well, when we talk about sustainable health, what do we mean? We talk about sustainable health, and you said it in the opening. It's this health, hope, and healing. The way I think about it is uh, when I think about the land-grant mission, right, I think of it in this way. All people have the ability and deserve the opportunity to improve the health and wellness of others, and all people deserve health and wellness. So it's really both sides of that when we think about sustainability of health on the on the input side it's that for students that want to improve the health of others Michigan State has to be a place that they want to come to to realize that potential and that potential exists whether somebody is in communication arts talking about health whether someone is in education, helping to teach about health, whether someone is in supply chain and business and trying to take out one third of the waste that is in healthcare so it's more affordable, or it's the social worker or the nurse or the doctor. So this idea that as a land-grant institution, to be sustainable, we have to train the next generation of individuals who are going to bring health, hope, and healing to all. It means 
that we have to create an environment here that thinks about health and wellness and creating that environment on this campus for faculty, staff, and students to do this transformative work that fosters working together. Because if we're going to create this environment for students, we have to also be an environment that maintains it for those delivering on that mission. And then the third part is then, what are the mechanisms to work with communities, to work with health system partners, uh, to seek access to funding from those that believe in the Michigan, the, the vision of improving health? It's those ways of connecting and bringing people together in partnership that are a part of sustainable health. And so as you walk through the sustainable health pillar, it really is about that. It's about how do we enable those that want to improve the health and wellness of others, and then how do we actually accomplish that in a sustainable way, day after day, for generations to come. You know, and building on what you just said, Norm, thinking about health education and pathways to careers in this critical area, what are we doing that's, that's innovative and puts us in a leadership role? Some of the things that we've done in curriculum to date, you know, the College of Human Medicine, for example, was the first medical school in the nation to do competency-based medical education. What that allows is for students to progress, not on some predefined schedule, but based on their ability to learn what's needed to be excellent. This, in turn, gives them the opportunity to spend additional time focusing on areas that will prepare them for their unique future. So competency-based education is unique to to Michigan State. Uh, College of Osteopathic Medicine, they have a program that's called Street Medicine, where they send their students out to meet and 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 be with those that are struggling the most to really learn and understand those challenges and be a partner in connecting them to the right health resource. Because what we've come to realize, right, as clinicians is so much of this is understanding the very unique and specific needs of the patients you serve. And there's no better way to do that than to learn about what their life is, what their challenges are in the context in which they live. Another really unique thing in our College of Nursing is really this use of simulation training that they we've piloted that is a way to simulate an event and do it with enough repetition so that when such an event actually occurs, the clinician, the nurse clinician in this case is uniquely prepared. So for example, cardiac events and this enhanced simulation. I think those are a few of the areas, but if I could touch on a few more, Russ, if you don't mind. One of the things we see in the state of Michigan is the county in which you're born can determine your likelihood of having a long and healthy life. And one of the reasons is this variability in the presence of clinicians 
in those communities. And we've created pathway programs that involve working with community college, then to, you know, up through local universities, and then to Michigan State undergrad, and then to the medical school. And after they complete the first couple of years of education, they then go back for their last years of medical school into those communities. What's unique about that, Russ, is, is it helps the student fall in love with the community and find the special ways in which they can contribute. And this is just one way that we really stand out as training students to serve all of the communities in Michigan by these community-based education approaches that we use. When we think about education at large in terms of health, the unique opportunities, and it's in one of the, the, the initiatives, is developing 50 new curricular pathways into health. And what's unique about Michigan State is its breadth of opportunities. So you take, for example, communication arts and sciences here at Michigan State. One of the things we see is that the incidence of cancer in rural Michigan is lower than urban Michigan, but the death rate is higher. Why is that? Well, part of it is is that individuals in rural parts of Michigan, not all but some, you know, they haven't taken up some of the screening and prevention that if done would allow earlier detection of cancer in ways that are treatable. Well, our College of Communication Arts and Sciences has gone out into the communities and just by changing the way that you communicate the purpose of these screenings, for example, we've seen an seven to eight percent increase in the uptake of participation. The point of that is because we're an, uh, an institution that, that has this expertise and in interventions that improve health, it is the richest environment for a student who seeks to learn that. So it's the breadth, it's the focus in such a broad way that I think really positions us to meet that imperative called out in sustainable health. And how are we engaging multiple disciplines in the entire campus in a comprehensive approach to improving health and elevating care, education, and research activities? What are some more examples of collaboration? You've touched on some. You know, I'm a big uh, believer in the principle of seek first to understand, seek first to bring value, and What's wonderful about MSU is it is truly collaborative in its, in its construction. So just a few examples of these collaborations. I think if you look at the work in Flint and what advanced it, you saw expertise in, in health policy. You saw expertise in geography. You saw expertise in infectious disease. Um, in communication, veterinary medicine, nursing, medicine, um, many different disciplines. And so when we think about how we came into a community, we started first with what are the challenges that the community is, is asking us to work with them to solve? 
And then we were able to mobilize expertise from across the university to solve that. For example, we created the Flint Registry. The Flint Registry requires biostatisticians, epidemiologists, data scientists, right, um, clinicians working together, policymakers, right, um, implementation science expertise, working together in a way that fostered trust, was able to, to determine um, how to collaborate so that you could register the young people in Flint and then you could connect them to services. So it was a really wonderful example of collaboration. You add to that now, our College of Education is also in Flint working side by side because ultimately education is, is the best way to really address the social determinants of health. A few other examples is we, the College of Business, is working with uh, the Colleges of Medicine, and they've created this um, master's degree uh, in health. And so for students that are on that, that pathway in medical school, they can take a year to get a degree in business. And as we think about, again, one of the biggest challenges in health is lowering the cost of healthcare, it provides that opportunity. We've done a few things to catalyze this, Russ, and one of the things that that we've done is the provost and I came together and we brought together some funds that we will use to help support projects that by definition are across the university collaborative. And we identified and funded 13 uh, different projects. And what was really wonderful about that is that we also made sure that these would be projects that embrace diversity, equity, and inclusion. And by connecting to that, again, you bring better ideas, more collaborations, and the, the interdisciplinarity of it is also combined in the interdisciplinarity of thought and background. And that collaboration is key, isn't it, Norm? The, the MSU ethos is not to come down from the Ivy Tower and tell you how you're going to fix your problems. We we really work with communities to find out what's what the problems are and what the solutions need to be, right? It's, it's exactly that, Russ. And it's really a, an asset-based community approach. And what this means is really... The assets, the the strength in in addressing any challenge exists in the community. Our job is to go out, learn from the community, and find out the ways they believe we can be helpful to them. That was really defining of the work that we, we did in Flint, and I believe that's why it was so successful, community-based. And our depart our College of Social Sciences really is defined by that same approach with some of the work that they're doing in Southeast Michigan. And advancing equity is a critical focus of the strategic plan. How does this show up in the sustainable health theme, and why is it so important that MSU does this work? There is a aphorism, uh, something that 
we take from one of the really inspirational speeches of Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. And it goes like this. Of all forms of inequality, injustice in health is the most shocking and inhuman. Injustice in health is the most shocking and inhuman. And what that gets at is that the fact that the color of your skin determines your likelihood of survival from cancer, that it can determine the likelihood of your baby surviving, that it can affect by up to a decade the length of your life is inhuman and not acceptable. And what we hold deeply is that those that can address a challenge need to accept that challenge as an imperative. And to move the dial on these injustices is going to take partnerships across the university where we mobilize our strengths in virtually every college. It's going to take the ability to connect with communities and really build on trust. And Michigan State is unique when you think about extension, for example. We've been in all 83 counties for since the beginning of our existence. And so much of being able to address a challenge, it starts with trust. This, they won't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And so there's two parts when I think about answering your question, right? The first, of course, is to accept the imperative. The second is to be able to do the work not defined by simply the breadth of what we know, but by virtue of the trust that we've established and will build on uh, to solve this. Maybe a, a nice example of this is if we think about cancer, I mentioned one example, this difference in rural-urban. What university would be better poised to really reach out to rural Michigan offer advice, have it accepted, and then be able to evaluate, is it working? Well, it would be a university who's had this focus that has included rural Michigan. But let's look at clinical trials in cancer. Right now, there's a, there's a huge deficiency in the access that people of color have to clinical trials in cancer. How does that manifest? What that means is when you are at the advanced stages of cancer and the existing therapies don't work, you want to turn to clinical trials. And yet, for many people, they don't have access, right? Secondly, if what you discover about cancer treatment is not involving all people, then what you discover won't be generalizable to them. So both in the immediate and in the future. So what is... A huge focus for us is, in fact, cancer as one of the health disparities we'll go after. And this partnership that we form with Henry Ford 
now will allow us to have, you know, unmatched potential scale to connect to all of the communities, both rural and urban, for our work in, in cancer and cancer disparities. And building on what you've been saying, Norm, Michigan State's approach to advancing health and excellence in health education has consistently focused on people, communities, partnerships, and innovative thinking. What will be the keys to tripling National Institutes of Health and Centers of Disease Control funding within five years? Will there be a critical new ingredient? Yes. One of the imperatives set forth maybe five or six years ago, was to increase MSU's NIH funding. And the reason the NIH funding becomes a focus is because it is the largest funder of human health research in the United States. It also is a mechanism to fund the work of our scientists to fund the work of our clinician scientists, as well as to create a rich opportunity for training for students. In addition, when we think about social determinants, one of the ways to improve lives is economic development and job creation. And you can look at, as an example, the presence of MSU and Grand Rapids And it contributes roughly $300 million a year to the community. And a good part of that is because we created this ecosystem where by connecting to a clinical partner, connecting to our education mission, we were then able to recruit top researchers in the areas of greatest challenge that we face as a nation, cancer, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's disease, autism, these areas. And by bringing people together in this ecosystem, we have been able to dramatically increase our NIH funding. And if you just look across the health colleges in the last five years, by really connecting this innovation cycle, clinical care, education, research, we've doubled our NIH funding. Now, As we then looked at how could we increase that, that was where we then said, what are additional partnerships we should form? So one of those partnerships by bringing McLaren Hospital onto our campus, they've now invested dollars that are helping us recruit physician scientists, which then starts to connect to the strengths on the campus. One of the most significant things is this new partnership with Henry Ford, who have a tradition of over 100 years of being an academic health system. And they generate almost the same amount of NIH funding as Michigan State University, which is surprising. By virtue of this new 30-year agreement, all of their research and all of our research comes together. So that is going to create another doubling, which we'll see in the next two to three years. And all, they have close to 100 researchers now that are seeking appointments in our departments here at Michigan State. So it creates this scaling. 
continuing on a little bit, if you don't mind, Russ, is if we think then about what's happened in Flint, one of the things that allows you to grow your research is being able to demonstrate to those that help support you successes that come back to the community, which in turn causes the community to reinvest. So one of the secret sauces, if you will, uh, that you asked about, one is clearly partnership, right? We talked about it in Grand Rapids. Uh, we talked about it in Detroit. But it's also a nice example is Flint, where the Mott Foundation created the initial funding for us to recruit scientists to the community that the community helped identify. Last month, we heard from the Mott Foundation that they were going to provide another $25 million to Michigan State for us to recruit additional scientists. And what has happened is that's brought in total combined about $57 million to the community. So I think the, the, the secret sauce is, as, as you would have suggested in the way I asked the question, it's our ability to collaborate internally. It's our ability to partner uh, with other institutions that have similar values of improving health. It's the ability to find win-wins with those partners and then it's absolutely being focused on the needs of the community in a way that resonate with the community and they in turn want to bring their resources into partnership. And Norm, the, the strategic plan is called MSU Strategic Plan 2030. What's the significance of 2030? For things that matter, there has to be a sense of urgency has to be a sense of urgency. And one of the things the president was clear is let's let's draw that line. Let's keep that in front of us. And so as we then mobilize on the strategic plan, this idea of let's create 50 new curricular pathways, we know the timeline by which we're going to have that done. We're identifying some areas of health disparities that we're going to go directly at. And by 2030... Norm Beauchamp and his role is going to be accountable that we got to that. So this sense of um, calling out what matters and then setting a time so people can rally around that expectation, I think is really, really critical. And Norm, not everywhere do health colleges collaborate like they do at MSU. What, what is it about the MSU ethos that allows for this important collaboration? I remember as... We hastened the pace of forming collaborations, whether it was the work in Grand Rapids here in Lansing, Flint, or Detroit. I had one of the deans come up and mention, you know, they were, when they first came to MSU, they saw it almost as a positive that the work in the health colleges in terms of research, for example, or clinical care was somewhat smaller. They saw it as a positive because they came from an institution where the, the health colleges, if you will, they sucked all the oxygen out of the room. They were these large juggernauts that, you know, huge clinical programs, huge education, huge research. And what I said to my colleague was, because we're building this together, 
we have the chance to do it different. We have the chance to not create moats, but bridges. And it's those bridges that we're calling out in the sustainable health pillar that will that will define us. And you know, this saying by Helen Keller, alone I can do so little, together we can do so much. That is truly how we feel in the health colleges here. And we can't be successful unless the outcome of this strategic plan is mobilizing the, the university. And what about the innovation and the industry partners that's unique too? In the work that we do, we will discover new ways to treat disease. But if the only way to get access to those discoveries is to come to the site at Michigan State where that solution was found, we're not meeting the imperative we set, which is to bring care closer to people wherever they are. And one of the benefits of an innovation park where you recruit companies who by their design is to productize and bring solutions to people, you have that final step in, in discovery and health and hope and healing, which is to find the solutions and bring them to people. You know, in my final comments, for this to be successful, what I'm proud of is to the effort to date, it hasn't been a top-down effort. President Stanley, Venny, They've been very thoughtful about how do we hear from those that are advancing the mission about what our priorities should be. Similarly, the work in the DEI strategy, again, it was hearing and listening and learning. And I think it aggregates in a way that has given us the strategic plan. But the really critical next step is, again, that engagement. And so the work that we're doing now in the Sustainable Health Pillar is we're going to meet with the different units across Michigan State and just ask them, what work do they do that they see attaching to these pillars? And by so doing, we'll then be able to identify potential collaborations. But also, this is a way for the institution to prioritize and resource. So this will help us determine what are some of these really transformational efforts that the university needs to bring more resources to to support this important work? On this edition of MSU Today, we've been talking about the sustainable health theme of MSU's Strategic Plan 2030, empowering excellence, advancing equity, and expanding impact with the executive sponsor of the theme, Executive Vice President for Health Sciences, Norman J. Beauchamp, Jr., M.D. Read and learn more about MSU Strategic Plan 2030 at strategicplan.msu.edu. I'm Russ White for MSU Today.